Greetings, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Nerd Variety Podcast. I am your host, Hannah, and I am joined by my other hosts, Hunter. Hi. And Josh. Hey. 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 We're all back again. Uh, This week, we are picking a topic that's um, slightly topical. I don't know. I'm sorry. Is that Josh's (laughs) chair that is, like, super squeaky, or is that Hannah? Is that... That is probably my chair. I'll stop uh, moving. Because I keep hearing it. I'm like, what is that? Not me. <laughs> it, it Although me. apologies in advance if you hear my cat. She's been really annoying recently. Mm. Um, yeah. But we're talking about something today that's a little bit, uh, a little bit topical. We're going to be talking about apocalypse media. Not that <laughs> I think that we're in the apocalypse right now, but we definitely are in the apocalypse. Give it a month and ask me we, again. Yeah, it, it's not. <laughs> Society hasn't crumbled yet. We're not in a, in a Great Depression, not yet. I, I mean, we're waiting. I mean, I am personally, but you know, that's like I'm in a mild life. depression. That's, that's, that's a good. That's um, a good like, I mean, we're waiting until June, right? Until we see the big uh, the pentagram on Earth. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know. until the uh, until the uh, pentagram of uh, on 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 the you know, U.S. is completed, and then all these souls will be. Um, extracted and taken to a central location to feed mm-hmm. the dark, the dark lord. Actually, that's um, July. That takes an extra month. Yeah, he completely missed that full metal alchemist. Um, well, uh, you. Reference. It seems like you missed my Doom Eternal reference. So I thought we were talking about supernatural. Pl- well, because well, I'm just all on different pages. <laughs> so, you know. I'm still on Doom. I'm still on Doom. <laughs> whatever, whatever. So we were talking about. Um, some apocalypse stories uh, in games and, and TV and movies. But I guess the first thing I want to talk about is what's the difference between apocalyptic and post-apocalyptic and which one, if either, do you guys prefer? So I think, of course, I'm going to talk first because I'm the most chatty. Usually, yeah. Um, I, I kind of think I like apocalypse uh, stories better because I feel like they're more rare. At least that's what I, I think I've found trying to do research on this or I just was bad doing research. And to me, like the difference is, uh, you know, apocalypse stories is like you're, you're in it. It's happening. There's more of a struggle, more of a uh, fighting back. And I think for it to really count as an apocalypse story, uh, it has to end with, you know, some like whoever's fighting against the apocalypse, whoever whoever's pushing against that, uh, loses basically. Yeah, I because feel that like brings you to the apocalypse. I feel like you get that really common sort of sensation, um, where it's like you want them to lose because it's like the apocalypse, but you also want them to win because it's a movie most of the time, and you're, it's like, okay, well we can't leave off like, well that just was suck, sucked yeah. and was terrible. So you end up with this kind of weird like just sort of like this is okay ending where it's like everything sucks but like we have like some small amount of hope that keeps us going and like there's like this really tiny positive thing that comes out at the end that makes you feel like maybe it'll be okay but it's still really like negative and terrible yeah Yeah, i mean the people that you followed in the story they they mostly made it uh with various psyches and side characters that uh, right. That through that survived. survived so I think course. about um, like I am Legend, right? Yeah. Where you know the story revolves around this guy and his dog, and spoiler alert, 
both the guy and the dog are dead by the end of the movie. What? Right? But they he meets this lady and her son, and they end yeah, up taking time. a um, an antidote or a hypothetical antidote to like a society that's been built uh, in the midst of all of this. So it's like your main character's dead, and his dog is dead, and that was the worst part. Um, I mean, who cares if the guy dies, but right, the dog yeah, died? The dog died, but like there he is had, still this he had amount to kill of the dog. I know. Oh, that seems so heart wrenching. If you um, ever are in a situation where you have to kill a dog. I'm not going to say kill yourself first. That's bad. But just uh, yeah. let, make someone else do it. <laughs> we, we, we had to kill an animal not too long ago uh, at my house, and it was terrible. Like, yeah. it wasn't a pet, but it was like, okay, this is kind of getting off topic, but my sister's cat, like, maimed a bird. And well, we're cats like, are yeah, okay. Yeah. No, we didn't cat- kill the cat. <laughs> <laughs> we had to kill what? the bird, and because it didn't work the first time and it was oh yeah it was not <laughs> oh, good no. yeah it was a little songbird so sad anyway we did we did save a bunny last week though so that was good okay um, that evens out one a life for a life we're doing fine yeah uh yeah oh no here's the cat um yeah but i think it's interesting because it's it might be one of the few genres where you do end up with that like really kind of conflicting emotional feeling at the end where like yeah. everything is terrible but maybe not everything is terrible yeah, yeah. It's just oh, like you take a lot of hits, but you still kind of enjoy the mm-hmm. the ride or, or enjoy the the gradual like fall of the House of Cards or the mm-hmm. or the, uh, the the Jenga Tower. Right. It's like ah oh, man, the film. It all yeah. solid piece, solid pieces now. Well, I mean, and you know that's a that's a good point because one thing that I was gonna say for, uh, you know what apocalypse versus post-apocalypse is is that like apocalypse is you're basically that's my understanding or my interpretation is that is usually the uh ending or destruction usually of like a civilization and like Mm -hmm. society as you know it and then post-apocalypse is usually dealing with that and almost always creating like a new kind of civilization for the state of the world after everything has ended. So this kind of leads into my next question, which I feel like is maybe like the third stage in the evolution there. So I would say maybe it it would tend to go in terms of like apocalypse, post-apocalypse, and then you end up with the dystopian genre, which I feel like is frequently like the aftermath of the post-apocalypse, where it's like we've created this new society but there's something wrong with it. I feel like, it's, and it's almost always in a dystopian kind of story, almost always the result of an apocalypse. I yeah. feel. Yeah. And I, I guess, yeah, I can see that. Uh, I, again, I think maybe almost always, I'd, I'd have to do more research on that specifically, but uh, um, not, not always in my, from mm-hmm. uh, some examples I'm thinking of, but. What yeah. are you thinking of? Well, I'm thinking like uh, the first thing that came to my mind was Wolfenstein, mm-hmm. which it's not really, there's not really an apocalypse. It's just like an alternate, it's like a what if uh, the Nazis won World War II. So right, that's not really apocalypse, say, but it's, 
I mean, you know, it is, but it's not like the destruction so of, like, like, all life. Yeah, so it's kind of, to me, also, like, the the one that comes to mind for me is The Hunger Games, where it's, like, it wasn't the apocalypse, but it was, like, a huge war, and the, the world that you see at the beginning of the books and the movies is a result of the aftermath of that war. Yeah. Right? So it's, yeah. it's not necessarily an apocalypse, but it's some sort of disastrous thing um yeah. that you know radically changes the way that society is done yeah yeah like. like some kind of uh natural disaster or some uh some explosion that some a nuclear explosion that uh went off like an accident some kind of accidental uh nu- uh explosion or sign or experiment mm-hmm. gone wrong like a yeah. virus or a or a zombie uh outbreak yeah uh, and i would even... everybody and then the, then you're kind of left with okay, what's going on? What's wrong with the world after this? There's, I mean, mm-hmm. we're alive, but what's wrong? Oh, the air is poison. Oh, uh, there's a corrupt right. government. Oh, there are bandits and wild mm-hmm. animals running loose, and we have to figure out how to... Yeah, and I would even say that, like, The Walking Dead in the later season seems like it could even be close to, like, a dystopian kind of thing, except dystopia comes from, like, utopia and it's clearly not a utopia right it's not like designed to be perfect but there's something wrong but it's actually Mm -hmm. not like that far off because it's like we have these societies that we're trying to be rebuilt but like just none of them are working well again like i would consider the later seasons of walking dead to be more post-apocalyptic whereas a lot of most of the seasons i would think are apocalyptic apocalypse mm-hmm. but i do feel like there's a logical progression through like apocalypse post-apocalypse dystopia like down yeah. the line somewhere yeah yeah uh the walking dead's like broken it's broken up uh fear the walking dead takes place like right as the apocalypse yeah. is breaking out mm-hmm. and shows a little more of it than it than i think the the last walking dead show so you see like i was family that's surviving from the start of it to like the middle i know they're in like season five right now they just are they just yeah. ended season five so they're kind of like somewhere in the middle of it and then the walking dead t- uh, takes place probably like somewhere near near the um whenever rick goes into his coma between rick going into his coma waking up and then uh like 10 him, years later now. well rick waking up from his coma it was well <laughs> yeah basically it's actually been uh, I there's think... that new show that show i mentioned um yeah yeah, but they fast forward in uh, future seasons. And yeah, I think it's in season in nine. The last season, spoiler alert. Yeah. yeah, they jump forward about six years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but in there's a new show coming out, Walking Dead: World Beyond, where they're going to show what happened ten years to show the world ten years later. So mm-hmm. that'll be a little more dystopian than you know post-apocalyptic. Yeah, but I mean, to me, like post-apocalyptic isn't like to me i don't think like i agree that it it can and uh many times does go from uh you know apocalypse to post-apocalypse to dystopia but i don't think it always does no i don't think it always does like again one in my or a couple that i'm thinking of uh very different time periods though uh like the last of us even though most of that game is post-apocalypse, like you see the apocalypse at the beginning of the game and then you cut to like 20 years later or something. And it's still more of a post-apocalypse world, mm-hmm. I would say. Because um, they don't really have a good semblance of uh, society yet. But uh, I feel like maybe that's the difference. Yeah. Is like post-apocalyptic 
I would say is, I don't know, more, more surrounding like continued survival and dystopian is more about like society yeah. as a whole. I feel like yeah. might be where you could draw the line, but I think that if we've learned anything in our top, our conversations about genres is that the lines are very blurry. Yeah. But, and then the other one that came to my mind was uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which I don't know how much you guys are aware of that. But, uh, you know, it takes, it's like, you know, there's basically the apocalypse and then like thousands of years later or something, mm. you, that's when it takes place. And basically uh, human civilization cut has, like you have this really advanced technology. It's like this super intelligent AI and it's, like all the wildlife you get like animal versions of or robot versions mm -hmm. of animals so they're all ai and all that mm -hmm. but everything else like the humans they're in like these tribes and yeah. they're you know scavenging like from they're making armor and weapons from what they hunt and kill so it's more of a uh like caveman era whatever mm -hmm. uh type civilization in that sense but of course it's thousands of years after the apocalypse so that I don't tend to think of as dystopian, but again, that's mm -hmm. still post-apocalyptic. Right. Uh, and again, that's that's in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about it because I I kept I was looking for like post-apocalyptic movies, and a couple came up that I'm like, is that really post-apocalyptic though? So like The Hunger Games and Maze Runner, things like that. It's like yeah. that's not mm, is it? Mm, yeah. I don't know. So. And those yeah. are just like the young adults I come up with. Yeah, because they just kind of focus on like the I guess the mission. Um, yeah. Without talking too much about the world, they try not to talk too much about the world, just mm -hmm. kind of like that those characters' stories and where they go. But, I mean, Hunger, Hunger Games does go into them trying to change things to a more. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like they're in a dystopian world. Yeah, they definitely. Yeah, they definitely are closer to a dystopian. But again, yeah. I feel like it's just sort of like a scale. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll put I'll put I Am Legend closer to post-apocalyptic. Sure, but he, I could totally he, imagine, like I said, that woman and her child going into that new-built society, and mm -hmm. all of a sudden you have a part two that's dystopian, but it's like the yeah, same universe. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So I feel and like there uh, is a progression. Yeah, and then Maze Runner, I'm just not very familiar with. Uh, I know there there was some kind of thing called the flare, and it caused this. I guess this um evil uh um head this evil um uh leadership to take to take over i don't i don't know so yeah it's it's and i don't know as much about it either i got like halfway through the first audiobook and then coronavirus happened and i stopped reading or listening to books um but uh yeah it seems like basically there was sort of a cataclysmic event and therefore there was like this new a faction of government essentially that happened because of that so it's yeah essentially so it's it's kind of playing in that weird weird middle ground of of post-apocalyptic and and dystopian yeah um josh we never heard from you which you prefer i guess now we have three genres um but which which do you prefer out of all of them uh let's see i i do like uh post-apocalyptic because it's just like, oh, how are there, how are these people surviving? What's what what are, what are their mentalities like? You know, now versus what they were before the apocalypse. 
uh, how to, you know, how to survive and change them and how are they contributing to like growing to making things better uh, instead of, you know, being selfish or being, or being, being, you know, defeated, you know? Yeah. So, I would say has a, lot of, has a lot of potential. Yeah. I would say like in general, I feel like apocalyptic stuff is more about surviving and post-apocalyptic is more about adapting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to yeah. me, I feel like that's just more interesting. Yeah. Like, how are we going to deal with this now that it's happened? Like, what's next? And dystopian right. is more about rebelling. <laughs> I, I would mean, say that true. that might be true. Yeah. yeah it is true. Yeah. yeah. Apocalyptic, you can see it's, uh, there's not just not a whole lot of apocalyptic stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and if it is, I feel like, because Hunter, you were talking about some in our kind of pre, pre-recording. Um, that and during are, our recording. Were you? I don't remember. Wow. But you mentioned, like, um, the... The day after tomorrow. That's what I'm thinking of. Where... I did not mention that. Did you want to mention that? I, I, you mentioned that I, one. I, I can't that. remember. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> mentioned it. Um, but that's definitely, like, an apocalyptic, like, where the yeah. heat, the heat of things... Yeah. Not really you know, I can see but... why you get me and Josh uh, confused. We look very similar. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm really having not. a day, okay? <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm just going to drink my tea. Drink your tea. What's in that tea? It's just mm, green tea with honey. No, It's got it's some hallucinogenics green. in it. No, it's just green tea. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, actually, you know, I was thinking earlier as well, and... It could just be because this is what I've been indulging in a lot lately, but I feel like Star Wars has a lot of all of that in different places, but because it takes place in like a galaxy, it's it's on different scales for each thing. Like uh, obviously there was an apocalypse for Alderaan. It didn't last very long. Um, (laughs) Taurus uh, Taurus in the Old Republic specifically has that apocalyptic and then post-apocalyptic phase Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that it's Knights of the Old Republic 1 you're on Taurus for a little bit then it gets like destroyed and then you have like a and by the time the Old Republic comes around you're still seeing like the remnants of uh, the world and how they're trying to rebuild and everything Mm -hmm. Uh, but then you also have, you know, of course, like the dystopian society. I feel with, like that one's the most obvious. Yeah, because that was in the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and yeah. you have all that. So Yeah. Yeah, I, I was fascinated because I was doing some research and I looked up like, you know, best apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic movies. And I was fascinated by like four that I came up with that I'm pretty familiar with and am a big fan of, but are in very different genres. No. So, like, within this post-apocalyptic um, umbrella, um, there's a lot of variety you can have. So I thought of uh, Zombieland and Warm Bodies, which I kind of paired together. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I do as like, like Zombieland. <laughs> yeah. Well, Zombieland yeah. is especially, like, I would say, just fully a comedy. Right? Oh, yeah. Where Warm Bodies actually throws in, like, a romance element to it, and it's very strange, <laughs> but I love like, it. Yeah. It's main point, isn't it? It's like half its point. It, it is, yeah. I mean, I and, would call it, you know, the two sides being Warm Bodies is a roma- uh, romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's a rom-com. But then <laughs> Zombieland is action comedy. Sure, sure. Exactly. Um, you guys, awesome you guys made, like, weird weird expressions with, with warm bodies. I'm guessing you guys weren't fans. Uh, I saw it, okay. and it was a decent movie. Uh, it's just 
weird, but it was like, uh, well, I, I would I, watch it again, but I, I it, was, it, was, it, was, it was different. <laughs> I, I would not ever go and say, like, it was a great movie, but I feel like it was quality entertainment. It was a fun movie. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. I think it's really stupid, but sometimes it's nice. Yeah, strangely, um, every once in a while, I'll just randomly think of it, yeah. think of random parts from it. I don't know why. It's, it's just, just it's weird. It was funny, but I think I think part of it was it didn't take itself too seriously, and that was really important. Because if it took itself too seriously, it would have been completely terrible. Or, but I kind of knew it was ridiculous, and that's why it was good. Or if it was if it took itself seriously, it's very possible it would have ended on the side of uh, so bad it's good. Possibly, mm-hmm. possibly, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I prefer self-aware movies though, where it's yeah. like we know it's terrible and yeah. we're doing it anyway. I'm like, all right, I respect that. Yeah, don't think too much about it. It's just, a, you know, just all this train work. Yeah. Um, but those are definitely, like, on the comedy side of things. And then I Am Legend is definitely, like, a really sort of dark, um, serious sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and then one that I totally didn't think about, but I saw it on the list, and I was like, that's a fascinating point, is Wally. Yeah. And oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's that's post-apocalyptic essentially like it was kind of dystopian yeah there wasn't like a cataclysmic event but like the world has ended yeah Yeah. i'm pretty sure it was is that disney's only like post-apocalyptic movie i'm sure it's not i i'd have to think but well no especially not now with with all the stuff that they have like because i was also looking at a list uh like Endgame and uh, Infinity War, those are definitely apocalyptic and oh, post-apocalyptic. That's not Disney. Uh, oh, I don't. It is. It is. That's it's what not I'm Disney, saying. but it's not a Disney it's, Again, that's what I'm Marvel. saying. It depends on what you mean. It's Disney. Marvel. It's not the same. Thing. Have we had a, a, Disney, a, an episode yeah. on Disney? I no, but so. we probably should. Write no, that down as my next topic. Okay. Next yeah. topic is Disney. And maybe Disney <laughs> sponsors. <laughs> that would be... First of all, totally unrealistic, but also awesome. <laughs> Disney, give us money. Disney, uh, give us free yeah, stuff. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Disney, give us free stuff. <laughs> Nintendo, give me free uh, stuff. Yeah, I, I yeah, I wouldn't. I, I'm thinking of just Wally. I can't think of any other ones that. Yeah, I feel like there's something, but I cannot like. I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. Um. Again, like. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, well, but I think it's interesting the, the variety of genre that you can you can create with that same sort of the world has ended, what now kind of situation. Yeah. So and actually, you know, I was because I, I wasn't going to mention these, but you know, if we're talking about comedy apocalypse too, um, one for sure. Actually, one I couldn't remember if it ended with apocalypse, like the apocalypse or post apocalypse, um, was the world's end world's end. the world's end yeah that was the one you know like uh it was the last of that trilogy <laughs> you know with uh Shaun of the dead um mm. hot fuzz and the world's end that would be the only one i haven't seen then oh, oh. well um i've seen Shaun of also, the dead hot fuzz. also probably just because i think of they have similar names i want to say they're released around the same time but uh, they don't really have much in common but uh Another one that I didn't think of is uh, "This Is the End." I don't know if you guys have seen have seen that. that it's a really, really it's yeah. a really stupid movie. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the guy, all, all the 
all the uh, comedy actors like James Franco and his crew yeah. all play themselves in the movie where they are trying to survive the end of the world. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, and Channing Tatum is <laughs> like a sex slave, basically. It's weird. Yeah. And uh, Emma Watson is wonderful <laughs> in that. I kind of want to see this she, now. And then Michael. Good, yeah, she, I, I always is remember. Is it wonderfully terrible? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm heard. It's, I need to, to wash it like, all the way through. What's yeah. it called? This is the end? This is the end. This is yeah. the end, yeah. Uh, brace yourself for the, like, near the end of the movie. There's um, a giant demon with his really large, uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. thing between his legs. I have one. been yeah. warned. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also, it's, like, my favorite version of Michael Sarah doing Michael Sarah. <laughs> he is just the biggest douche. <laughs> okay. He is. <laughs> but you gotta give him credit for for taking it in stride. Um I wanted to talk briefly about um specifically apocalypse games. Cause I feel like apocalypse I feel like games are more likely to be set during the apocalypse than like mm-hmm. afterward. See, um, I was feeling, I was feeling not, but no? again, I I don't know. Maybe it's just I don't play along. Well, I feel like it's because it's it it might be because it's more action oriented and like a survival game is a really common yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. But like a game where it's like, oh shoot, like I need to, you know, for like f- harvest parts from this thing and make another thing because like this is useless to me now and I gotta do this is like not. I feel like as as um, appreciated of a genre of game. Um, yeah. This sort of like foraging, I don't know, Minecraft, I guess, technically could be post-apocalyptic, depending on what lore you believe, but... Ark is post-apocalyptic, uh, right? Ark? Yeah, isn't that? Oh. I don't know. It could be. Um, but you have uh, games where, like, I think, like, well, Resident Evil was, you have these survival games where you are trying to survive, like, uh, a cataclysm or a an outbreak, and you're trying to survive, yeah. survive and get get to a point where you can be safe, quote unquote. Uh, yeah, and as, I don't know. As, without without really, mm-hmm. but that's that's all you really get. It's not really focusing on like an apoc- the apocalypse itself too much. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, but it seems like it it's, lends itself better to sort of the high stress environment that you would get from something that's like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Directly after the apocalypse, yeah. um, if not during. A couple that come to my mind immediately are like uh, the World War Z game, which I haven't, I didn't play much of. I played a little bit, but uh, yeah, that one, because you know, it's well, it's like World War Z, which is mm-hmm. an apocalypse thing. Uh, and then um, The Division, uh, I would also say that's. Apocalypse leaning towards post-apocalypse as well. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess especially with how popular like first-person shooters are, like versus the popularity mm-hmm. of like solely action movies. Right? I feel like first-person shooter games are much more popular than action movies. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And and I, even things like I Am Legend, where it's definitely pretty. I, I guess you could say it's an action movie, but like I don't. It is. I mean, it's got... It's, but it's not nearly as, like, constantly intense as a video game could be. Yeah. No, no. 
right? There's a lot of quiet and a lot of downtime. And that's part of what makes it like really kind of terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or I can imagine that I can imagine that uh, well, they could go the route of like, okay, you have, if this is a uh, apocalyptic game and you have to make sure that you and your family survive, mm-hmm. like the, the, and escape uh, New York or whatever, um, mm-hmm. deal with all, and all the, deal, deal with all the stuff that comes with an apocalypse or the world ending via like crazy people, um, or falling buildings, or just having to salvage something, or hotwire hot a car. Yeah, and I, I, um, I definitely praise, like, the people at Telltale, because I've only played one of their Walking Dead games, and, and it's, like, that, that, the game I played was rough. Yeah, did you like, play honestly, season one? Yeah, well, I played the first one, yes. Yeah. And I need to play the rest of them, but honestly, like, you can't just sit down and play that game. Like, it takes a real, like, emotional toll on you sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. like, holy moly. Um, and I and I really applaud them for that because, like, feeling like it's very, especially it being a game instead of a movie. We've talked about this before, like, that personal aspect of it. Of, like, you have to do this. Like, you're going through the situation. Oh, yeah. And I feel like in every Telltale game I've played, I've had to make choices I just wasn't happy with in any it's, situation. It's just gonna happen. It, that's right. a thing with all Telltale games. But I love it because it's exactly what should happen. And I think that that's really, really awesome, especially in a post-apocalyptic sort of sort of thing. Yeah. And I know I mentioned before, but I, I hate that because <laughs> I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want the characters to remember what I did or what I had to do mm-hmm. at that time. I want to be able to go about my day or have yeah. to choose between, you know, uh, this thing or, or this thing that's both are equally bad. I that's hate it thing, and I right? love it. That's, that's always the thing, right? You hate it when you see this person will remember that. You're like, You're like what do they remember? Oh my God. What do they think? <laughs> I don't what know. They, they, do? they took it the wrong way. They had uh, to. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's actually funny because I've thought, I've, I've thought before about like, the impact that games like that have on like your social awareness and especially stuff like um i don't don't know stuff like this is getting off topic but stuff like dating sims or games where it's like you have to like walk around and meet friends right this idea of like the things you say something and there's immediately like a negative one tick above someone's head and you're like oh shit right like if yeah. And, like, I wonder how that affects people's social awareness, being like, oh, they're going to remember that. And, like, they, I said something that was, like, really important in some way or another. Um, I don't know. I just think that's interesting. Yeah. Kind of taking social cues from being like, how would a person respond to this? See, video games do help real life. Yeah, they totally. Do. They really do. Hand-eye coordination, uh, mm-hmm. quick decision-making. Social skills, yeah. which is one people don't think of. Yeah. No, I legitimately, yeah. like, yeah. had moments where I was, like, talking to one of my sisters and being like, this is going to negatively affect our relationship if I say that. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> not a good idea. Yeah. yeah. It's like, can I have dialogue options? I'm having a hard time figuring. Yeah. 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 But I really, I appreciate, and I, I'll say again, I love and hate the fact that, like, they, in the Telltale games, they give you these situations that are, like, so painful but it's painful because like that's what you would actually have to deal with in that situation yeah and it's really amazing that they like encapsulate that anxiety yeah Um, yeah. that social that social poker that you're playing yeah it's just like like well and not even that but like in in the batman games it's like do you turn this guy in or do you like try and reform him or the batman games the batman telltale are are tough especially they're They're really tough 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my kind of final question here is, what are we, why are we drawn to this kind of story, these post-apocalyptic, apocalyptic? Because I took a, a class one time when the entire thing we talked about was monsters and like mm. where our fears come from, right? So our fears of like the the monster, Jack the Ripper, or, or kind of like the, the personification of him in games and stuff comes from this fear of like these overpopulated mm-hmm. city overpopulated cities and like this kind of hazy like london uh, is kind of like the image that you get where it's like you don't know what's around the corner but then there's also mm-hmm. like games that play on your fears of like the great outdoors and things like slenderman and it's like and it could be anywhere right but like what is it that that it makes this kind of thing <laughs> so appealing to watch yeah uh i don't know i think maybe we're just I think people like to try to predict the future and we like watching these things and being like, I haven't thought about that. That's going to be something that we need to look out for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have this fascination for like, how is the, how's it all going to end if it ends? And it's like, well, we have, you know, there's the whole, you know, nuclear war thing, Mm -hmm. uh, which, which, you know, they, they portray in like, uh, what's something they portrayed in? They actually kind of portrayed in, um, Terminator Three, but mm-hmm. in an indirect way because it was ro- it was a robot that did that did it, but we could do it to ourselves easily. Mm-hmm. Um, nuclear war. Um, uh, Twenty twelve had you know a doomsday prophecy that the world's mm-hmm. going to implode on itself. Or, of course, we have a common the common one is a zombie outbreak or a viral uh, outbreak. <laughs> so it sounds like basically we're we are as as our technology progresses finding more ways that we could accidentally kill ourselves i think so <laughs> yeah yeah or or what 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 could we what could still get us even though we've come so far mm-hmm. you know well and especially uh, when you talk about um end game i wonder if like the an alien will come out and uh, snap no, his fingers after collecting five unstoppable no games. kind of like this Six. idea that Six. like yeah we're suffering we're kind of suffering from an overpopulation problem right now it's okay we're we're working on it oh no <laughs> no what i mean like i mean in, in most of these stories no, you're learning no. about like what the world is like when you know you have half the population or less right yeah which i was so love to see wonder... a, yeah i'd love to see like a like an expanded like series of like that five years because they just kind of gloss over it in end games like five years oh everyone's sad and there's a lot of people die so but sad yeah but there remember was, there, was, there would have been like a lot more like chaos that ensued and i feel yeah, like and there, were, there was more there would be more to it that, like, yeah but didn't spider-man homecoming was, take place during that time no no homecoming took place right after civil war yeah but it took, took it no it took place uh eight years after civil war no, that's a timeline <laughs> issue. <laughs> is, it is an interesting point, though, because we talked last week about, um, in a completely different context, we talked about the five five stages of grief. Yeah, in uh, right? Majora's Mask. Yeah. yeah, and it's like... Also apocalypse it, movie. True. A or game. a game. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah. like, did they really like not get through all these steps in the next in like five years? Like they, You'd think that five years later, they would have like gotten their butts into action and like started trying to get I mean, back together like get the world back together i mean they were yeah they were yeah. trying or to do they, stuff or 
or are they so busy with like getting everything kind of semi-stable to then realize that, huh, we, we, we lost and we're not getting everything. Can't, every, can't, everything can't go back the way it was. Yeah. Um, Plus yeah, they have an so, entire still kind of sucks. Like, galaxy to deal with. Or universe. maybe universe, I don't know. Yeah. 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 Like you remember Captain Marvel's like, yeah, this isn't just happening on Earth. This is happening everywhere. And I got to deal with all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you, I mean, when you guys are like, yeah, they're just sad now. It's like, that was like stage three or something. Like, we're not past this. Nope. <laughs> Five stages of grief. Nope. And I mean, I guess it would be hard if you're like constantly reminded of it, but. Yeah. But still. Is he making an expanded series about the five years between Infinity War and Endgame? Please. Yeah, that'd be really cool. It'd be really interesting. Yeah. All right, well, any, any honorable mentions? Anything that we wanted to mention but didn't get to? Uh, well, also because I've been playing through it recently, um, actually for the last year or so, probably, I'm really slow with games sometimes. Uh, Quantum Break is is kind of like that sort of thing. It's like, you know, you uh, there's this whole time thing, and essentially time is breaking, so you yeah. have to go through all this stuff to try to mm-hmm. save it. But, uh, yeah. yeah. One of the ones that I actually just remembered today that I, I really enjoyed, and they were like, there were like three or two or three seasons. I don't remember how many seasons there were, but then it just kind of ended and everyone was like, what the heck? And then they picked it up again for a final like half season, but it didn't really resolve itself well. So if you're going to watch it, know that, but otherwise it was pretty good. Was Jericho. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I remember hearing that one. Which, yeah. So it's a, it's essentially, there's like a nuclear attack on the United States and Denver is one of the cities hit by uh, a nuke. And this takes place in, like, a town pretty far away, but they have to deal with, like, fallout and then just sort of, like, society afterwards and, like, what does that look like and what do we do and we can't contact the government and is there anybody there kind of thing. And it was done really well. Yeah. Speaking of which, fallout is post-apocalypse. Yeah. And I want to recommend for apocalyptic movies, um, you know, know, War of the Worlds, uh, 2005 with Tom Cruise. uh, 2012, it's you know, it's 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 insane, but it's a you know, it's pretty accurate. Uh, it, it was it was fun for its time, and then of course, uh, uh, it's not a really good one. But day after tomorrow, it's it's the it's probably the worst of the three. But, I was like you know, obsessed with that movie when I was in middle school. I don't know why. God, it was so dumb. <laughs> but it's it's an interesting watch for, for school. at least. Yeah. yeah. If you're looking for a great, terrible movie. Yeah, day after tomorrow yeah. is is yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good bad time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's pretty much it for today. What are we doing next week? Josh. Josh. Me. Josh. Um, <laughs> it's on the schedule. Uh, All right. I guess we'll get back to you. Yeah. Yeah, you will. Until <laughs> then, nerd out, everybody. See you next nerd time. Out. See you guys. <laughs>